friends of the internet and us, hopefully, I don't know. This is a show, the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. We've been doing this. This is episode 151. Holy shit, Tyler. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's also very cold outside today and yesterday. Uh, Not as bad as some other areas of the country, but damn. I think when I got up today, it was two degrees outside. Mm. See, this is what happens when you melt the polar ice caps and push colder water closer to the equator. Yeah. It means you get colder weather. Yeah. And when it's winter. Yeah. That's how climate change change works, folks. Yeah. Don't dismiss it because some, I don't, some ape decides to say otherwise. Yeah. I, I literally, like, I was af- kind of scared that I couldn't get my doors open. Oh, yeah. For my Jeep. They were literally frozen. Like, yeah, mine, I had to pull on mine them. Mine were stiff. <laughs> like, jeez. I think I saw yesterday, which would have been Wednesday, um, it was mine. It felt like minus 50 in, like, Chicago and Minneapolis with the wind chill, which mm. is just nuts. Yeah, I would Too much. not. I would not want to live in that. I no. hardly want to live in this. But then on the flip side, one one of the days this coming week is supposed to be like fifty eight degrees. Yeah, I'm like man, that's a huge swing. It's, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it's cold. But but man, the video games are happening. Yeah, the video games are hot. They coming are coming in hot in January. I like video games, Tyler. How about you? Me too. I, I and like this weather is a games. good time to, you know, stay inside and play those video Absolutely. games. So, Tyler. Absolutely. Let's just get this kick started here with the video games you've been playing. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Wow. My cat is just bringing on destruction as I start talking. Um, trying to think of anything else I played besides the big one um yeah i'll just get to it kingdom hearts 3 is out yes so i'll get to that in a second because before i played before kingdom hearts 3 came out i played through kingdom hearts 0.2 birth by sleep a fragmentary passage out of the kingdom hearts 2.8 final chapter prologue package (laughs) okay (laughs) That came out sometime last year. Um, It's like a short two or three hour little campaign where he plays Aqua and it fills in a chunk of the story. But it was also kind of a test bed for this is what Kingdom Hearts uh, 3 could be um, because it was it's running on Unreal Engine. It's, you know, it's all new. And it's exciting. It looks good. It felt good to play. It was a fun thing to go through. Um, it's not necessarily um, cr- overly critical, but it was fun to just get back in there and be, you know, get excited. You know, Kingdom Hearts 3 was on the horizon. Uh, it had had some cool boss fights, some cool uh, areas that you went through, and some interesting design decisions as well. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just a short little thing. But anyways, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally out. I've, I've played four hours of it. Uh, so I've played through the first two worlds, story-wise. Um, I'm not sure how many there are, although it seems like the trophies, there might be about 10 or so. Um, so, man, it's been a long time for a lot of people. 
for yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 to, to happen. It is finally here. And uh, I haven't been waiting as long. I think I started playing Kingdom Hearts in like 2013. Whenever they started remastering them for PS3 yeah. is when I hopped on. Um, but, man, it's it's real good. Uh, it's not perfect. And there's certainly some things about it that you kind of have to set aside because it's a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, but I'm not saying there are things that are necessarily good about the game. Like, for example... Uh, you know, the dialogue is kind of, it is what it is at times. And it's certainly very Kingdom Hearts in a way. And an outsider could certainly view that as, wow, this is, the pacing of this is awful. And the delivery of some of it's just not the greatest. But when you're in it and you're into the story, you know, you kind of push that aside a little bit. Um and there's certain things about it that are very that the dialogue uh, creates a very like playful sense at times which i i like and there's there's a lot of really fun cutscenes so far in the game that uh really just kind of put a smile on your face because they're a joy to watch the music's real happy or something like that or donald duck says something really dumb you know there's fun things about that i saw some things on twitter yeah would you be able to play Kingdom Hearts without subtitles and understand Donald Duck? I don't think so. No way. No fucking way. Uh, I've always played Kingdom Hearts with subtitles on because of that. Because I'm like, I have no clue what he is saying half the time if I didn't have it on. Um, yeah. Okay. It, <laughs> it's, it would certainly be a challenge if, if you did uh, play without subtitles. I'm sure there's people out there that do. But uh, yeah, Donald Duck is hard to understand at times um the thing one thing is that i i don't know kingdom hearts games have always had a lot of cutscenes in them yeah. and the cutscenes are always for the most part very at a slow pace uh this game i feel like has a ton of cutscenes and they throw it at you in really big chunks sometimes and sometimes i'm like just let me go and it, it takes a little while to to get to that point but the first world you do is mount olympus and uh when when it lets you go and you get into that kingdom hearts groove of exploring these areas which are beautiful and and way bigger than they've traditionally been olympus you know used to just be a coliseum in the first game and now it's this big whole thing that you get to explore and it's gorgeous um when you get into that zone that's when i really enjoy kingdom hearts the most because i'm just going around getting in this combat the combat's flashy and flying all over the place i'm doing my magic i'm doing uh these new attractions now which are really cool um and a whole bunch of other things i'm upgrading stuff i'm finding this item and that item and it's kind of like uh you know i don't know when you play a Pokemon game or whatever, and you just get in that zone of you're going from town to town and there's not really anyone interfering with you. You're just battling, you're catching, you're doing whatever, and you get in that vibe that you just love about it. That's what I dig about the game a lot. And it feels really good to play. This is by far the best playing Kingdom Hearts game to me because they took things from the other games, uh, 
Jesus Christ. That's that's fantastic about them. Um, one thing from Dream Drop Distance is the flow motion stuff, they call it, which basically allows you to use the environment a lot more. Like I can, if there's like a pillar, I can hop over towards that pillar, uh, press square, and then I'm flying around on it and I could launch off of it and attack dudes in midair. And like that stuff's wild. And that, that's really cool. The attractions are, are neat. I, I'm not a big fan of all of them so far. So what I've noticed is that you'll start a battle and an enemy will be highlighted green and you'll have a certain amount of time to take out, out that enemy. There's other ways you can get it. But if you go and take that enemy out, now you get a special like attack sort of thing. A situational command is what they call it. Okay. And a lot of times that's an attraction, which, you know, is the roller coaster we've seen. There's the pirate ship. There's this blaster thing that you hop into, which is really fun. You just fly around. There's these teacups, which are really goofy. There's this uh, like Splash Mountain sort of thing that I've seen so far. Like there's a bunch of them and they're fun. They're little awkward to control some of them at first um and also uh gets to another just kind of minor gripe uh and this has kind of been a thing with all the kingdom hearts game the camera isn't the greatest at times it's not as bad as you know it's been in the past but man sometimes the camera just gets completely out of fucking control and i don't even know what's happening um Sometimes that happens with them, but they're really good to get out of a, a pinch and all all those sorts of things. There's there's other things of like if I activate my fire spell, I can you know if I chain it together, now I can activate a like super fire spell pretty much that'll do even more damage, and that's like a one time use thing, and I can build that stuff up through just normal melee attacks as well. Uh, and depending on what Keyblade you have, you can activate a different kind of move that'll upgrade you and you can use that and that'll do even more damage. And then at the end, you get a big giant finisher. And uh, like I'm using, uh, I think it's called the Hero's Blade right now, which is the first uh, new Keyblade you get in my finisher. Like I ride around on this Pegasus and just fucking lightning is raining down. I'm just mm. destroying everything. And it's like, that's the, that stuff is a joy to play yeah. like this game is fucking rad to play um and, and i'm enjoying the story so far but that's the thing like kingdom hearts is such an investment on the story that uh man i, I feel like unless you truly don't give a shit about the story and you just want to want to run around all these disney worlds and beat the shit out of things uh sure dive into it but my thing is, is that there is so much cutscene at times, just 10 minutes maybe at times that I feel like if you're a person that doesn't care about the story, it could really hold you back. You know, just like, oh, come on. I just want to get back Not to skip the fighting. Um, that's a good question. They might be. I haven't. I haven't checked. Well, of, of course Before, you, you wouldn't have, right. because you're you're invested in yeah, it. Yeah, I know in the past games you could pause it and skip the cutscene, especially like a, uh, if, you know, there was a cutscene right before a boss battle and mm -hmm. died, you could skip that cutscene. I'm not sure if you can do it the first time through. Yeah. Um, you might be able to. I just haven't haven't tested it so maybe you can but still, there, there's just a lot of story thrown at you at once sometimes and that's the thing about uh, so far, I feel it's been a little bit more smoothed out, but I know in the past games, like, 
the story was a lot in the beginning and a lot at certain times, but in the worlds, you know, the overarching story of Kingdom Hearts, a lot of times in the worlds, it wasn't really there. Yeah. And so you got so much of this story all at once. Whereas what I was hoping for is for them to smooth out the pacing a little bit more, which I feel that they have, but like I said, I'm only like four hours in. There's a lot more to see. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I think it's a it's a great game. It's not it's not perfect, but it is a joy to play. It's a joy to you know just get in that zone of exploring these worlds and seeing what they have to offer. Um, yeah, it's just it's finally a thing. Tetsuya Tetsuya Nomura, the director and kind of creator of this franchise. A lot of other things. He's done a lot of Final Fantasy stuff as well, but mm-hmm. he finally shipped a game. Yep. I feel like it's been forever since he shipped like a brand new game, and I'm not counting the, these collections or anything like that. Um, but it, it's finally, finally a thing. Oh, and also, uh, so one thing that I just did not enjoy, I really, I don't know if I have found anyone that enjoyed them. In, chips. Kingdom Hearts 1 2 is the gummy ships. Yeah. So the gummy ships are back. They are, I think, the best version of them in this. So you have a lot more freedom to explore these spaces and you can pick and choose the battles. You're not just battling all the time. So mm-hmm. if you want to ignore them, you can. There's puzzles in these areas that you can get into. Uh, and there's a lot of different items that you can find that will eventually. You know, you can use the upgrade stuff. And the, the upgrading is a lot deeper so far. Like, you can actually upgrade your keyblades in this, which you haven't been able to do in past games, which is pretty cool. Um, and then there's armor and, you know, different abilities you can throw on, all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. It's a great game, and I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it. Yeah, I'll probably get to it later this year after I've done the first two <laughs> games and some of the interstitial stuff. Yeah, I, I would say play one and two. Uh, Birth by Sleep, I think, is very essential. Okay. Um, but Birth by Sleep, so yeah, Birth by Sleep has three separate campaigns, but they're shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's, it Birth by Sleep has some things that just really pisses me off about it like before like in that game the thing that i did not like um which was kind of the feature of that game which isn't in three and i'm thankful for is you kind of had to build your abilities so you had to just find a bunch of different stuff and then upgrade your abilities over time okay whereas in kingdom hearts one two and now three uh you just unlocked abilities as you leveled up and you expanded your AP points and you put on whatever you wanted. Um, But in this one, in Birth by Sleep, I felt the game was so fucking easy until you got to the end. And then if you didn't do any of that shit, you were totally fucking screwed. That's what I heard about like a lot of the Kingdom Hearts stuff is that like if you don't pay attention and you just like breeze through whatever the combat there will come a point in any Kingdom Hearts game where you'll come across a fight that'll piss you off because you weren't necessarily taking it seriously beforehand I would say Birth by Sleep uh, is definitely that way if you don't get into the ability stuff 
um, like building your decks or whatever they call them. Um, Kingdom Hearts 1 is that way. If you don't grind at certain points, um, there's just some fights towards the end that are just fucking brutal. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 isn't that way to me. Okay. You might have to do a little bit, but not much. Like I, I played through Kingdom Hearts 2 twice at this point, and I hardly grinded at all which is good. They smoothed that stuff out a lot more. But I remember one being very frustrating at points because I'm like, dude, I am just, I feel so weak, you know, from where I need to be. We'll see where three is. I'm not sure. Dream Drop Distance is, so that's the one game that I didn't play. And I looked up its story um, and I kind of went like, man, I wish I did play this because it's a lot more critical than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. Um, so, well, I have it all. Yeah, I have it all because I right. bought the collection that has one, two, well, the one point five or the whatever the two point five remix, the, yeah. that the whole package, and then the two point eight yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I would say those four games uh, are are the most critical for sure. Uh, I'll play Chain of Memories. No. I'll play it. No. I'll play Chain it. of Memories is total trash to me. I I'll go look for that, that browser game, whatever but that that's was. That's the thing. Chain of Memories is important from a story's perspective for a certain character. That is important in two. Mm-hmm. And important in other ways moving forward. Uh, but I, I hated that game so much. I did watch... Because they turned 358 over two days and recoded into movies... I watched 358 over two days and I feel like it really doesn't have much of an effect overall. Never watched Recoded because I don't give a fuck. But there's the Kingdom Hearts Cross, I think, which is the new mobile game. Okay. Which is set before Birth by Sleep, which Birth by Sleep is like the first game, technically. It's, okay. it's a prequel to everything. And this this is set before Birth by Sleep. So I'm like, whatever. So should I be playing these in the <laughs> in the order of release or the timeline order, which I'll have to look up? Or what, what should I do here? I would say, here's what I would do. I would play through one. Watch the cutscenes of Per Chain of Memory or a story recap. I'm going to play it. <laughs> You're going to hate it. Uh, play through two. Yeah. Then go back and play Birth by Sleep. Um, what about this mobile game? Should I play that? At some point, <laughs> maybe watch that. I never watched it before. I've only gotten like a synopsis of it. You know, uh, I guess at some point you can do that. But play Birth by Sleep. Then if you wanted to play, play Dream Drop Distance, which I'll probably go back to at some point, but I know I'm going to be disappointed because it's not going to play like three. Mm-hmm. And then play three. Okay. Don't. I would not worry about recoding 358 over two days. Sweet. So I have how many days until Anthem? <laughs> oh, wait. It depends on which version I bought. Shit. <laughs> yeah, which you need a fucking chart to figure out, which I find that stuff yeah, kind of disgusting in we can 2019. We can about that later. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Mm. It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I am happy that it's finally out and that uh, the countdown for Kingdom Hearts 4 has started. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all that I've played. Honestly, I can't think of anything else. Well, well, then. I did play something that we'll talk about later. I did play the anthem. Oh, okay, cool. The, uh, uh, that'll demo. be the last thing I talk about. Okay. Um, but 
other thing that I've played other than that Anthem demo was I finished Ace Combat 7. And it has a wild-ass story that I will not spoil, but I fucking love Ace Combat and its <laughs> ridiculous-ass stories and just the incredible mission design it has. It's This is one of my favorite games. Uh, like... Ace Combat, my Ace Combat might be one of my favorite series. Well, uh, like it's up there with Elder Scrolls for me, as as a part of my favorite series. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I just love where the story goes, and I love how they, like, on the surface, it's oh yeah, you're in a jet and you're shooting targets, and that can seem very boring and repetitive. But the way they design their missions and like the stipulations and all the kind of conditions they put you under, really makes it a really cool varied uh campaign and the campaign took me about i want to say 14 hours maybe less than Sweet. that probably a little bit less than that but i i some some missions i redid so i could get the s rank in them because i like doing that kind of stuff uh but yeah i I had a lot of fun with it. I still need to play the multiplayer. That's the one thing I haven't really explored in Ace Combat 7 is the multiplayer. Uh, that soundtrack stayed pretty dude, that baller throughout the whole thing. Awesome. You showed me some of that soundtrack after we finished last week. and Yeah, it's dude, good. It is <laughs> unbelievably good. Uh, I know you... You're not really in the market to buy another game while you while you're playing Kingdom Hearts three, yeah. but I I'd encourage you like by the end of the year if you can pick it up on a sale or something, check it out because mm-hmm. holy shit, it is it's fun. I love it. Speaking of soundtracks, really quick though, Kingdom Hearts three, excellent soundtrack. A lot of it um, so far is like themes that they've re- reused, but man, there's some boss fights in that first. How's world. the Skrillex track? Um, I, it was fine. I would have preferred the, you know, kind of traditional Kingdom Hearts theme song that you don't like that they always play. Uh, I, I you mean, know, I jokingly say I don't like it. I just, that's because I don't really have any affinity for it. Yeah. It, I mean, they changed it up and it was fine. I, I'm just not, I'm not a Skrillex guy. I actually mm. totally forgot Skrillex was a thing. <laughs> it's like high school memories right there <laughs> sure uh but yeah uh ace combat's really good uh i also played another very good video game to completion future grind i talked yeah. a little bit about it last week but i got my first platinum of 2019 in future grind sweet which required me to diamond trophy every level uh which was good and then i realized oh shit i am like near the top or at the top of all these leaderboards for these levels because I'm doing this and that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. like I I think I hold like a number one score on like at least four or five tracks wow and there's 30 tracks but yeah it's a nice awesome it's a nice game it's about a you can probably uh, go through all the levels in about I want to say five six hours something like that uh but it yeah it's it's a nice package for twenty bucks I I I like it it's it executes what it's trying to do pretty well mm-hmm. um, I yeah the levels are good I would like to see more levels that that's what I would like to see out of future grind is more level packs or something like that because I just want to play it more yeah uh, yeah what's that platinum 
for you then what are you up to oh, i want to say that's 29 yeah yeah nice uh other things i've played i've been continuing destiny 2 i'm up to power level 606 oh boy gonna run with one of our buddies tomorrow to get my wish ender bow uh that's a thing that you can only do every three weeks when the taken cities or the the dreaming city's curse is gets its strongest on the every third week Mm. do you have to be like super high powered to do that um the quests i've read up on it i think the uh hardest encounter is 580 okay i could probably run that um, but I think you have to be at least 540 to start or something like that. Or no, 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 no. Actually, no. I think the hardest encounter is 540 because this is back when like the hard level cap was 600. Okay. And this was like pre, like just pre raid or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. They just dropped a few more quests out there. Some They dropped a new exotic quest for, yeah. I want to say, uh, The Last Hand. Last Word. Last Word. Yep. Uh, the Last Hand's a decoration for the <laughs> Ace of Spades. Yeah. I kind of want to get The Last Word. That's an old Destiny 1 weapon. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've booted up Destiny twice in the past two weeks and literally didn't do anything in it. Oh. Just because I booted up, I'm like, man, I could be like knocking out assassin's creed odyssey right now you know because i just just suck it up and just do some of this shit because there's a lot that i want to do in it i played some more call of duty yeah uh just getting my rank up in that there's like 19 days left in the current battle pass i still have like 25 levels to go in it so i'm gonna have to take one of these days and just grind through a lot of that so i can get to the last the only reason i want to get to the last one is because it unlocks a weapon the swat rft which i really like in uh blackout mm. um so you could use it in multiplayer yeah then? Okay. yeah cool it's yeah it's i'm having fun with it yeah call of duty black ops 4 is just a lot more than i imagined it would be <laughs> in my gaming schedule yeah uh it's great i've also been playing the dreams beta Yes. The NDA NDA has lifted. I can talk about it. There are some very interesting things that people have created out there. And it's just, it's amazing. Like I've looked through things going from levels to music to sculptures that have been made in game. And like, man, there's just some really detailed shit out there and some really good music out there. So do you... Can you go and just look at this stuff, or yeah. do you play levels that people created, So, or what are you doing? There are different parts of Dreams. You have your home space, which you can decorate however you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this thing called Dream Surfing, which is where you'll just go out. You can either search by tags or whatever, or you can auto-surf, which will just randomly bring levels to you that you can play through. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the community jams, which every week there's a theme that people build stuff for and it'll be like the best stuff will be featured. That's a cool idea. Um, and then there's the, uh, create mode, which in which you can create your own stuff. It's where all the tutorials are housed for creation, which there are a lot of tutorials. They are very good, very detailed, but there, there's just a lot because mm-hmm. there's so much you can do in this game. 
but also in there, you can search through other people's creations that they've made public. Um, you can search for like specific things like audio files. You can search for uh, like scenery levels. You can search for individual sculptures or art galleries and stuff like that. Um, and like I, I found some really cool stuff. There was a. Uh, there's this guy who, I guess, likes to make sea creatures. <laughs> And they're just giant versions of sea creatures, which you can scale down and up whenever you place something mm-hmm. in a level. You can scale it up to make it huge, super big, or make it super small. But I guess for that sake, this guy just made this thing huge, so you could have a huge version of it. But like, there was this giant crawfish that was like super detailed and looked like a re- looked like the real thing, like wow. real coloration, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, also, I've seen the uh, thing that leaked before the NDA got out, uh, the the PT mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I did see that. That looks really freaking rad. Yeah. Uh, someone made a Dead Space thing. There are a lot of... Uh, it, are, yeah, is this Dead Space thing like a level you play? Or it's kind of just like just a scene. Like it's, it, it was marked as a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it was just like a little bit of a... It was the character model and like a little bit of scenery that you could walk through. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's a lot there's a variety of things. Like there was a Pong game. <laughs> like just straight up you could play Pong. There are a couple of uh pinball tables people have made in it. That's just insane that you can make And like all fully this operational, shit. like keeps track of score and, and all this kind of How? like and there's there's a first person shooter, there's adventure games that are being made in this. Uh like you can have Menus. You could like make your own menus for each of these games too. It's not just like, oh, you're dropped in this character and stuff. Like, there's stuff to it that you can make. That's just nuts. I saw one of the one of them super awesome. You drop down. You're you're uh, in a spaceship in an asteroid belt, and you're shooting down other ships. Wow. Projectiles and everything, and like it's yeah. There there is so much cool stuff that people are making and. Like from, and a lot of it from like people who have only been in the beta for at most maybe half a month, mm-hmm. and people are already making awesome stuff like this. It's just crazy that I'm sure at some point you'll be able to make entire video games within this thing. Someone made a Skyrim parody. It wasn't great, but they made a Skyrim parody. I'm yeah. Wow. Assuming you can like program AI and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like you can program Man. AI, you can make multiplayer games. Wow. Like that Pong game is is two player multiplayer. You can play I think it's local multiplayer. I doubt yeah. they'd let you do net code and stuff like that. Well, but you know I think the, the it's not I'm trying to think how to put this. It's not that Media Molecule isn't making something incredibly special because they are from the sounds of it and from what you see i think the only thing with dreams is just you know is it going to sell well enough you know for sony and for media molecule i feel you know the more that people talk about it i feel like it probably will at least to a a good point because i think there's going to be so much word of mouth with this game you know, and, and so much is going to be built over time. It's just going you're to get better. You're not buying and just and one game. Yeah, you're buying infinite amount of stuff. I mean, it it takes kind of what they did on Little Big Planet with just all this creation stuff to literally an infinite level. Nearly, it feels like that's awesome. 
Yeah, that I'm, just sounds really. I'm cool. super excited for it. the The beta ends here pretty soon. I think February fourth. Um, so I, I wonder if can't imagine this game is gonna... too far off. I yeah, would, maybe by the say. end of February or a March game for this. I wouldn't be surprised if it's that early. Yeah, I th- I think at some point, you know, they just kind of got to get this thing out the door and yeah. just evolve it over time. But it seems like it's at a good point. It's that's exciting. I need to go look look up more see more stuff mm-hmm. yeah that's cool but yeah that, that was a lot of fun but that was not the only well, get, last thing i want to say about dreams like did you make anything yet or are you just still uh, doing tutorials i'm still doing tutorials i tried to go in like without tutorials and tried to sculpt something and like i <laughs> i was kind of just fumbling around i uh, yeah i don't know they're they're like the tools are really good like there's there's a lot of different cool tools that you can use like the sculpting you like pick a shape and you can resize it to like to like just fill in and like it it's gyro controls you can use the move controllers or your Mm -hmm. or the gyro controls from your dual shock but yeah it's like you can really get in there with this with a shape tool and just like create something like move it around as you're holding down like the stamp button and just have it like fill in an area you can choose a shape to cut with like there is some real I'm telling you like there's some realistic looking shit in there yeah is there any TX uh, I think Media Molecule has been pretty on top <laughs> of the uh, moderation of yeah. that as they probably should be not good enough to stop some there's a Cocorino Village oh. in there <laughs> nice yeah I'm very curious on how they're going to handle that sort of stuff because that could just become a nightmare and of course I said the PT thing, which, yeah. you know, obviously, you yeah. know, Konami tread really some uh, to, muddy waters over there. Konami wants to really make it there seem was a like PT blade. never happened. Oh, really? There was a, yeah, there was a giant keyblade that, and you can, you can pull in uh, stuff that other people have created if they've made, if they've set it to be allowed, and they'll all get credited when you publish the final level that you do. Oh. So you can you can source things from other people and they'll get their credit, but mm-hmm. you can use other people's stuff and not really feel bad about it at all. That's good. That's cool. Right on. Yeah. So Dreams, just fantastic and probably the thing to watch this year for me at least. Uh, and then another unfinished video game. Anthem. Yeah. The VIP demo came out. Uh, I got to play it. I sent out the link for friend codes, and you got to play it. We didn't play it together. Um, but, yeah, that thing, that was a thing, and not necessarily the smoothest thing. <laughs> no. That's my thing. It, it. So the very first thing I got hit with was that infinite loading bug. Yeah, which you just have to close it and yep. start it up again. Which I'm like, okay, this is fantastic. And I know it, they made it sound like they made this demo separately, like they just mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah, like point, it's, it's a six-week-old build or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, I mean, I get there's probably some bugs in it, but still, it... it it can leave a bad impression. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then I finally got in, explored Fort Tarsus a little bit and then hopped in and went, I was just playing around with a lot of the menus and went to load a mission. That's when I got the infinite loading thing. Mm-hmm. So then hopped out, hopped back in, then it just threw me into an expedition 
or whatever they're called, and I'm in the middle of it, and I haven't played this game mm-hmm. in terms of moving. All my teammates are flying around. I'm like, I have no fucking idea how to fly. It was really just, I'm like, ooh, this is this just isn't great. I mean, eventually, you it isn't out a it isn't a good demo for introducing people to the game. No, especially with just how many problems it was having. But once you get into it, like, you know, I felt like it was fun to move around and blow shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the shooting felt fine, uh, but it was more like it was cool to throw the, you know, grenades out, run up with the sword, because I think they start you as the ranger. Yeah, they do. Um, which I thought that was going to be a fun class to play, and I think it still could be, because I, I like just straightforward, like, soldier stuff, just do damage, be a little bit more balanced sort of thing, but... You know, I look at some of the other classes, and I think, you know, eventually if I get this game, uh, Storm. Storm seems rad. Like a warlock sort of thing. Like, yeah. bring that on. Uh, so so it was fun to just go around and shoot a lot, shoot a lot of things. Uh, at least there was a lot going on. Like, a ton of enemies. Like, I could see this. Um, I don't know if they said if it's going to scale at all, depending on how many people you have, but I could see this being a little tricky playing by yourself, maybe. Yeah, yeah. With how much they throw at you. Um, the flying feels really good, uh, but I, I don't know how I feel about the whole cooldown piece of it. I think yeah, it's I a feel little like lame. That, that's a thing that needs to be tuned, but uh, that's also a thing that... Well, I, I've watched some of the the videos they've done like the streams they've done up until this demo that seems like a thing that you can probably enhance through upgrades i hope so uh yeah i've seen stuff like in the gear there that's like oh you get a bonus to heat like heat build up or like cooldown reductions and stuff like that for your jetpacks yeah I mean, like, it is, it does feel really good. You know, you just hop up in the air and click the stick and you're hovering. You could shoot shit or just take off. And, you know, it has it has just a tight feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Makes it feel like Iron Man. That's kind of what a lot of people want out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, game's beautiful. Uh, I mean, the, there's certainly some things about this game that I'm like, I could probably get behind it. Um, unfortunately, once I finished that mission with those guys, the game didn't load again for me so i really didn't get to check out any loot i got and then i'm just like at this point i'm like i get it uh there i hope they fix the demo which they are and they have um for this coming weekend that's open, open to everybody beta. hopefully um, we, maybe we can get so together to get. and do it as a group yeah. I, I like to play with other people yeah Definitely. and i will have access to more suits sweet so yeah, um, so, I think I'm gonna fool around with the interceptor. Okay, the interceptor seems fun. I think Keith should be the Colossus. I agree. Keith has to be the Colossus. I agree. It's it's right up his alley. So I mean, I think there's t- cool aspects to it for sure, and I I can see going around, you know, with friends doing a lot of these missions and all that stuff being great, and and hopefully feeling really good. I'm just worried about a few things, and that's one obviously stability at launch mm-hmm. when you have the whole thing available and there's a lot more people hop you know jumping into it you know this is a demo that's a separate thing so how's the main game going to be i'm just a little worried about that yeah um and i think everybody should be to be honest with you uh there's no guarantees that it'll work 
very smooth. Two, uh, which this demo doesn't give a great um, feeling for, in my opinion, is just the story. Like, I hope the story's good because I love Bioware and their storytelling. And that's one thing that's made them a great studio. And why people love their game so much is because of their characters and their stories and their worlds that they're building. The world could be cool. I just hope the story ends up being, well, good. So we'll see. And then three, um, which isn't the biggest thing because the other game that we play a lot isn't the best at this. And that's destiny. It's just mission st- structure and variety. Yeah. It's... You know, I hope it's not just go here, activate this thing, shoot a bunch of dudes, go here, activate this thing, shoot a bunch of dudes, fly over to here, activate this thing, shoot a bunch of dudes, you know, and destiny is kind of that way. Yeah. You know, and, and I was kind of shocked how it, it was like destiny in that, you know, it's not like you're exploring this world. You can free roam in it, but it's not like you're exploring this world and bam, mission, go to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's like Destiny where you pull up the map well, and you go over to the map, you choose that icon, you choose a difficulty level, and then you go to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it loads it up or whatever. I was kind of, I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm there just are world events, like public events in Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> there, are th- Those things do exist in mm-hmm. the game. Um but yeah, I'm just. Well, what do you think of it? I I had a lot of fun with it while I was playing it. Uh, but yeah, like it had a lot of problems. I I think this is a game I'm going to enjoy. Um, I I think I find the world design to be really cool and just the premise of it to be like it's it's not a new thing, but it's a thing that they can build on. Like there there's a lot there that they could do with it, and I'm just interested to see where they go. Yeah. Yeah, Anthem. Yeah. One of the big things about Anthem that just pissed me off is how slow you are in Fort Tarsus. Oh, absolutely. It's, you're so slow. Absolutely. And it seems like BioWare is aware of this, and they will allow sprinting. Good. In <laughs> Fort Tarsus. That's like, to me, it was like when you go to your camp in Red Dead Redemption 2 and you can't sprint around the camp and you have to walk ev- everywhere slowly. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, just come on. <laughs> Let me run. <laughs> you imagine in Destiny, if you get to the tower and you can't sprint anywhere, how long it would take you to get from point to point. Like, I don't understand these design decisions that happens, but I'm, I'm glad they're fixing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is among... Other feedback, we have a bullet-pointed list of things that BioWare has pulled out from other people. Uh, So, the modifiers on weapons and gear and stuff like that uh, are called infusions. And a lot of the drops that people were getting, which they would have infusions on them, but they'd be at 0%, which means they basically did nothing. Wow. Yeah. So that is one of the fixes. Weapons with 0% of infusions. Weapons with bonus that applies to different javelins. Like, you'll get a we- weapon while you're playing as a ranger, but you'll only get the bonus for that weapon in another javelin. Oh. But you got that drop while you were in this javelin, so yeah. that's kind of a pain in the ass. Um, I guess there's a problem with uh, gathering your party partying up and stuff like that. Uh, They're changing the way you unlock javelins. Uh, At least for the demo for the public. 
These are all changes that they're trying to make before the public demo this weekend, mm-hmm. which might be live by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, fixes for losing XP at the end of some expeditions, which sounds super shitty. Uh, performance yeah. improvements, stability fixes. They're going to bring out the social hub in the launch bay. So in Fort Tarsus, it is a single-player area, mm-hmm. but they are adding this social hub, the launch bay. Uh, which I guess you can stand around and do emotes and shit. I don't know. I never really like. I never really found a need to see other players in, say, the tower. Like I don't give a shit that there are other players here. Yeah. Like I'm here to get my shit and go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's good that they're fixing a lot of these things like, because the sure, p- it's it's cool that they do have a social area. Yeah. But also, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good to fix these things before a lot more people play it mm-hmm. uh, because, man, having demos and betas or whatever can be such a double-edged sword. You know, like you could get people jacked for this game and some people will be after the beta and some people will go, nope, I don't want to ever play that thing again, you know. Uh, but it's good that they're fixing. Like there's potential there for it to be something pretty cool. Uh, I just curious mm. how it pans out at launch. I'm curious how they support it long term as well. Yeah, it's yeah. I th- I'm very, very curious. Uh, your number nine game of 2018 was Detroit Become Human. Yeah, but now Quantic Dream has been. Uh, well, Netties has bought some of Quantic Dream, and yeah. it seems like Quantic Dream is no longer going to be doing PlayStation-exclusive games. Maybe. It, I would I would be very surprised if they make another PlayStation-exclusive game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, multi-platform Quantic Dream games. I don't know, man. It, yeah. Whatever. NetEase put a big thing in on these guys kind of like they did with Bungie not too Uh long ago um they yeah they said that they want to be a multi-franchise studio with you know on multi-platform so Mm. whether we'll see Sony you know make some exclusive deal with these guys again who knows um you know that partnership is obviously I would imagine is pretty good you know they've made three exclusive games for Sony over past few years, but I can totally understand them wanting to to move away. It's kind of like Remedy uh, with Microsoft. You yeah. know, Remedy made a bunch of exclusive games for Microsoft, and then wanted to make uh, things quicker, make uh, you know things multi platform, and now we're seeing Control. So, your cat's looking like it's going to do a real bastard move. Yeah, that's because nobody's giving her any attention, so she feels the need to get some attention. She's been really bad. Hmm. But yeah, look for Aquatic Dream games yeah. on whatever console they decide to make them for. I wonder if they'll do smaller things, and I wonder if they'll stick to um, like story-driven stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some interesting things that could come out of whatever they're going to do. All right. Well, now we have a case here. Of buyer beware. Because Sony is putting out this officially licensed Seagate game drive. A two terabyte game drive. 
You want to know how much this costs? It's ninety dollars for two terabytes of space. That is a, such a nearly twenty-five dollar markup from like the non-licensed version of this very same hard drive. That's such a ripoff. I got four terabytes for ninety dollars. Right. Yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure mine's a Seagate. Mm-hmm. Seagates have always worked with playstation uh well since they started you want to pay for a playstation logo a little playstation logo on your hard drive that you'll almost never look at go ahead and waste your money on this but i'm telling you right now go look on your amazons your new eggs your ebays you'll find hard drives for 90 dollars that will give you much more storage and still work for your playstation 4 system yeah Officially branded stuff like this, it's just sometimes it's not the best way to go. It's a fucking ripoff, if you ask me. I would agree. But there are some sales out there. There are good deals out there. There are things that you should consider buying. And the PlayStation Essential sales, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, up to 60% off of some great video games lasting until February 5th. Right. There's a giant list here. I'll scroll down to the bottom if you want to get us started from the top there. Just scrolling through because you know all these lists have a shit ton of games on them. Oh boy. Watch Dogs 2 Deluxe Edition is $21. Nice. Remember Axiom Verge? Yeah. 10 bucks. It's also, if you're a PC gamer, it's going to be free on the Epic Games Store oh, next really? month. Wow. I think it's the first time it's coming to PC too, right? I'm not sure. I don't think it's on Steam. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. Hmm. I'm going to look that up. For 10 bucks. I was reading about, um, he's giant squid is who makes Abzu. I was reading about their new game coming out this year called the pathless, Mm. which seems really cool. Looking forward to that one. I was wrong. Axiom Verge is on Steam. Okay. Uh, All right. But who knows? I mean, Epic might pay enough money to take it off Steam. With the way things are going with that. <laughs> Unravel 2 is $8. Battlefield 5 is $30. Wow. Mm. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition for $20. Wow. That's a lot of game for $20. Uh, Dead Cells for $17.50. That's a great fucking game. Y'all should get that. Um, Burnout Paradise Remastered for 6 bucks. Mm. Destiny 2 Forsaken is $30. Or you can get Destiny 2 Forsaken in the annual pass for 60 Spyro and Crash Remastered Game Bundle for $49. Wow. That's, That's a, six games. That is a damn good deal. Uh, let's see here. FIFA 19 is 24 bucks. Mm. Sniper Elite 3. If you want to shoot someone in the testicles and see the ball and see the yeah. bullet go through, you can do that for $9. Uh, there's also Shadow of the Tomb Raider for $30. There is also Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, they don't have the base, the standard edition of Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2, but they do have the special edition bundle for $69. Right. Or the ultimate edition for $90, which both of those are about like a $10 <coughs> discount. Hitman 2. 
Ooh. That's a good price. Pyre is eight bucks. Nice. Inside is six bucks. It's a great game. Limbo is two dollars. Or you can get Limbo and Inside together for seven fifty. So you might as well just go for that. Persona five is twenty five bucks. Wow. That's a lot of game in that one for twenty five bucks. Ali Ali. Is three eighty nine and Ali Ali two is four forty nine. Okami or the HD. combo epic or the Ali Ali epic combo edition five thirty nine. Nice. Okami HD is fourteen bucks. Oddworld new and tasty for five. That's cool. Mm. You skipped over Mass Effect Andromeda, Tyler. Oh, you get Mass sorry. Effect Andromeda for seven dollars and fifty cents. Seven dollars and fifty cents. Could also get Life is Strange Before the Storm Deluxe Edition for seven fifty. Life is Strange Two Episode One for four dollars, and that will catch you up for Life is Strange Two Episode Two, which I did not have a chance, well, did not have the time to play before uh, today's episode. I will have that played this weekend, so next week I will be able to give my impressions of Episode Two of Life is Strange Two. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot of video games there. If there's something that you're curious, if it's on sale, just go check out the PlayStation Essential Sale there on the PlayStation Network store. There's also a ton of steep DLC on sale in that. Uh, just a reminder to add that to your library. Yeah. Because next week, this you will have new PlayStation Plus games available. And we have those here for you today. Tyler, what is our PlayStation 4 lineup? I'd say it's a pretty solid lineup. You get Hitman the first season, whole thing, and For Honor on PS4. Then you get Dive Kick, uh, which is a cross-buy with Vita, on, and Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots on PS3. Oh, boy. Gun House and Rogue Aces are the Vita games, which are both cross-buy with PS4. The last month, you will get those games. The last month, you will get Vita and PS3 games on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Oh, so they're not doing anything in March at all. I don't think so. Yeah, until March 8th, 2019. Yep. Yep, okay. Because I thought March was the last month that they were doing it, but they were going to have like one more mm-hmm. round in March. But okay, yeah, nope. this is it. Yeah, hey, Metal Gear Solid Four is probably a good game to go out on. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitman's obviously very good. I played Four Honor once, and I was like, "This is cool," and I, I just didn't feel like buying it. Mm. Um, so now you can. Pick just it a up reminder: for free. if you buy Hitman Two, with getting Hitman the complete first season, you'll be able to import those levels into Hitman 2 mm. and play them in the Hitman 2 engine, which has newer features such as right. reflections and other stuff like that. And Hitman 2 is on sale, so... Yes. Good deal. But that's all old stuff, Tyler. There's there's new games every week. You talked about one of the big new games that came out this week. Yeah. I'll talk about this first one here. 8-Bit Hordes. Are you scrolling? Yeah, it's not it's not too bad this week. Okay. 
8-Bit Hordes is a fast-paced, colorful fantasy RTS game that is easy to understand for everyone. Collect resources, build up, and defend your base, amass your army of Death Sworn or Lightbringers, and ultimately crush your opponents. Alright. Bombfest. Bombfest is a physics-based party game for you and up to three friends. Unlock new levels, bombs, characters, and outfits as you blow up both enemy and friend alike. Blow the competition to bits and be the last toy standing. Mm. We have some VR stuff coming here in Deadland VR. You must defeat your fears for survival and salvation in this reign of zombies. Walk through the road without being noticed by them and kill them with with different weapons you can get by walking into the bright lights on the road. This does not look good at all from that screenshot. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Uh, Drowning on PS4 and Vita. Drowning is a short game about a boy who quickly discovers he has depression in his earlier years of high school. Walk through a variety of beautiful, low-poly environments as the story unfolds about how he learns to live with his inner demon. Mm. Genesis Alpha 1 is available on PlayStation 4. Genesis Alpha 1 mixes thrilling roguelike mechanics with a deep ship builder and fast first-person action. Build and manage your space vessel, farm resources, deal with terrifying alien infestations, and much more as an interstellar pioneer. Goodbye, Deponia. More chaos, more destruction, more Rufus? The or or what the organon plans the destruction of deponia the lovely goal has once again disappeared and anti-hero rufus just can't seem to stop getting in his own way part three of the deponia series okay Hmm. the hong kong massacre all right is out this week Inspired by classic action movies, the Hong Kong Massacre places you at the center of a hard-boiled revenge story filled with brutal cinematic shootouts and vivid underworld locations. Blast your way through the streets of Hong Kong in a fast-paced, top-down shooter. Game seems neat. Uh, did you ever play John Woo's Stranglehold back no, I didn't. PS3? Oh, that's a good game. That was so fun to play. <laughs> Could actually like slow down time and dive over tables. Like it was, it was goofy. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Set in a vast array of Disney and Pixar worlds, Kingdom Hearts followed the journey of Sora, uh, a young boy, an unknowing heir to a spectacular power. Sora, Donald, and Goofy unite with Disney, with iconic Disney Pixar characters. To persevere against the darkness. I would love... But how about darkness and light? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when when it really boils down to it, that is the story of Kingdom Hearts. It's just darkness versus light sort of thing. But I would love to know how many times they used the, the word heart and darkness in the script of this game. It's staggering how many times it's been used in the first four hours that I've played it. Mm. <laughs> Alright, onward to a Vita game called Nightcry. Nightcry is the story of a relaxing cruise taking a sudden detour into absolute terror. Your surroundings are luxurious and the guests are friendly, but not everything is as it should be. As night falls, a cry echoes throughout the ship. The true nightmare begins. Royal Assault. PS4 Royal Assault 
is a real-time tower defense game set in medieval fantasy setting. Your people are under attack, and you must fend off the invading armies by building towers. Mm. <laughs> That's typically what they are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's only a few weeks until Valentine's Day, and we've got anime girls for you in Ooh. Song of Memories. A romantic visual novel with a dark and sinister underbelly. Un discover the thrills of finding your soulmate in Japan's iconic musical love story and fighting for your love in the most testing of times as an apocalyptic virus begins sweeping across the world. Last one. Trainer VR. PlayStation VR. A or Trainer VR is a unique physics-based VR train construction game where you can create... From simple tracks to elaborate to an elaborate rail network. If you like building with your own bare hands, you'll feel the same in our limitless VR world. If you the, want to listen to the musical equivalent of a shit post, Weezer's Teal album is out there. <laughs> What's that mean? It is awful. Okay. It's a bunch of covers that are awful. I got you. Uh well, they misspelled this here. Bing me the horizon. It's bring me the Bing. horizon. It brought to you by Microsoft here. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, bring me the horizon. This album is very polarizing. I'm not the biggest fan of them, but they're huge. Like they started as a metal band, like one of the hardest of metal bands or like genres at least. And they have grown into like radio rock. And now this album has a lot of pop aspects to it. Their evolution blows my mind, I gotta say. Uh, you can also watch Bohemian Rhapsody, which I think is a great movie. I think it... Mm, I, I don't ha share that opinion. Really? Do you watch it? Yeah. I think it's edited poorly. Really? Okay. It's edited like a YouTube video. Sometimes. In certain parts. Some of it. That's and cool. that's just not a movie to me. <laughs> they, they did also... <laughs> They stretched certain things to be very Hollywood that mm. didn't actually happen. But uh, but uh, also the follow-up to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Girl in the Spider's Web, mm -hmm. is also now available on PlayStation Video. And that is pretty much all we've got here yeah. releasing this week on the PlayStation Store. Really quick, did you ever do your 2018 thing? My 2018 thing. That 2018 in review that PlayStation's doing? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, shit, I, I didn't save it. I'll have to go click on that link and yeah. have it load up again. Here. I saved a lot of mine. I can go over it really quick. So you can go to, you sign into PlayStation. Actually, I think I have uh, in my email. Dot com or whatever, and you, you can uh, see your profile and kind of have a 2018 in review, how many hours you played, some of your top games, and all this stuff. Um, so in 2018, I played 34 different games for 734 hours, and I earned 465 trophies. Hell yeah. Hmm. The month I played the most was June with 80 hours. Um, I guess the month I've earned, I earned the most trophies was September with 66 trophies kind of makes sense because that's when spider-man came out mm. and spider-man had a lot of easy trophies and makes sense to me all right i actually have up here let's see i got five platinum trophies in uh 2018 um jesus my cat's freaking out uh 
Sundays when I play the most. Uh, the longest gaming streak I had was five hours. Um, days played, 198 out of 365 days. Um, I played 168 hours online. Um, First-person shooters, my top genre. Number one was Destiny 2, 155 hours. Overwatch was 75 hours. And then God of War with 42. Um, yeah, that's... That's pretty much it for me. Tyler. Interesting. My numbers are going to be a lot higher here. I, I would imagine. You just I play have more a lot. time. I have a lot more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a single man who is currently unemployed. I've played 84 games in 2018. Wow. Holy fucking balls. My top games, Destiny 1. Destiny. Or Destiny 2. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Destiny 2 with 185 hours, Rocket League with 146 hours, and Monster Hunter World with 144 hours. Nice. Top genres, action-adventure, followed by RPG and first-person shooter. Oh, here's the one, the number of hours. Hold on to your seat. 1734. 1734? I've seen worse. Uh, Yeah, Let's see. Longest streak was 12 consecutive hours. Wow. I've played... There were only 35 days in 2018 I did not play a game. At all. Wow. My prime day is Saturday. Ooh. All those Saturdays where kids go out and play. <laughs> I, own, I earned 690 trophies, two of them being platinum, 35 gold, 88 silver, 565 bronze. Nice. Oh, boy. What else do we have here? What other... Let's see. Damn. Let's... Okay. So, I guess the overall thing here, the summary image... Actually, wait. Okay. 2018 summary. Oh, man. So the most hours I've played in a month was September with 259 hours in September. Wow. That's a lot of hours. I need to stop playing so many (laughs) video games. And this is just PlayStation. I have PC shit I play too. Yeah, that's the thing for me. It's like I I know I played a decent amount of Switch. Mm -hmm. And I know I played Forza Horizon 4 a lot. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot more to it, but... I love seeing this stuff. I just wish the PS4 natively tracked this stuff and you could see it all the time. Yeah. For better and for worse sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I played 84 different games on PlayStation. Wow. Yeah, I do wonder, I guess... It, I, it probably counts old games. It's not all just new games. This is like if you go back and play old right. games too. Exactly. Um, and I'm assuming because they specifically call out, like for me, I played 734 hours of gameplay that doesn't include me just having my console on, mm-hmm. I would imagine. And yeah. Uh, well, I saw that Keith told me that he played half the amount of games I did. He played like 16 or 18 games, I think. Yeah. And had almost, and had more than twice the amount of hours. Wow. Which kind of shocked me. I was like, okay. I guess he played a lot of Destiny. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Destiny and Overwatch were yep. the things he played a lot of. Destiny, Overwatch, and Fortnite, I think, were his top three games. Wow. Which he did play a lot of Overwatch, or Fortnite over the summer. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. I wonder what 2019 will be. Mm, yeah. I imagine my longest gaming streak is already uh, achieved that I'll probably get to in 2019, which was 
uh, two or three weeks ago, whenever the NFL playoffs were going on, I just had them on and I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey for literally like eight or nine hours straight. <laughs> wow. So cool stuff. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Uh, what do you predict will be your most played game this year? Wow. Is it going to still be Destiny 2? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess it depends on how much new content they drop throughout the year, but I could see it being up there. I'll be shocked if it isn't top three. Um, I guess depending on how much I dive into it, maybe Kingdom Hearts 3, mm. if I want to dive into a lot of the extras. Um, man, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, maybe Anthem, if it's good. Yeah, if Anthem's good, that'll be a top contender for me. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what else. I'm thinking, so, like, potentially Call of Duty being up there. Yeah. I think the yeah. only reason it isn't and, up there is because it's a later half of the year game. Right. That and uh, probably I, I can see Assassin's Creed Odyssey being up there for me because I, I still have yeah, a lot of game left. Put stuff out for it this year. Right. There's still a massive expansion coming out. There's other DLCs that they've just put out. Like, I, I can see me playing that game a lot. Mm. Well, uh, if you have these stats or you want to share stuff like what your uh, game that you're going to play the most this year is, you can do that. You can share that with us via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at The Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to go do some radio here in a little bit. Yep. But until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and may your heart be your guiding key.